Hi, this is Alyssa McNamara-Reed, and I will be your host for the next two hours. Allow me to introduce myself. I am a certified financial planner practitioner and an investment advisor. I am co-owner of McNamara Financial Services, Inc. in Marshfield, Massachusetts. McNamara Financial is a federally registered investment advisor, and by my definition anyway, is a true family business. We work with clients like you every day, regular people that need help making sound financial decisions or people that want one less thing to worry about. I work with clients for a fee based on assets that I manage or an hourly or flat fee for creating financial plans. I am not compensated via commissions unless I have the pleasure of helping someone with their insurance needs. There are some things worth paying for, and perhaps a lifetime of financial security is one of them. I, of course, cannot guarantee that working with me will ensure a secure financial future. McNamara on Money has been a call-in talk radio show since 1990. I love hearing from listeners, and there truly are no dumb questions. In fact, I like the simple questions, because everyone should have the answer to those. Just don't call me asking for the next hot investment or which market is going to outperform this year. Number one, that's not the nature of this show. And number two, I have no idea. Any advice I give to a caller is meant to be generic in nature and should be verified with his or her own financial professionals. You will hear about a variety of topics on this show that relate to investments and personal finance. We try to cover topics that people can relate to regardless of their net worth or financial situation. And of course, we try to keep it interesting. I would crunch numbers for two hours or spreadsheet cash flows because I'm a total math nerd, but that wouldn't much make for good radio. Instead, I choose to educate people on topics surrounding big financial events in life, like marriage and divorce, kids in college, death of a loved one, career changes, and of course, retirement. I once heard that it is a smart man that knows what he doesn't know. I'm sure it was my dad that said that, and I'm also sure that it applies to women. That is why I invite guests onto my show that have expertise in different areas also related to personal finance. I feel it's important to note that the opinions of these professionals are not necessarily the opinions of McNamara Financial or any of its advisors. As long as we are on the subject of disclosure, I should note that while we may discuss investments and or markets on this show that past performance is not indicative of future results. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to McNamara on Money. My name is Justin McNamara alongside uh, virtually as usual, Michael McNamara. And we are talking planning through the ages. That's my show. It's not as hyperbolic as uh, as your show titles or Alyssa's, but I think, it's, I think it works pretty well. So we're going to go through and uh, start running some actual retirement plans for different uh, some some different sets of folks at different ages, just to try to give you an idea of what you should be thinking about and what the consequences uh, of your of different decisions are at various ages. And we're I think we're ready to actually fire up the old software. So uh, are, are you ready to roll? You have anything you wanna you wanna? All right. So so let me see. Was so the first little uh, fun time we're gonna play with is a couple of twenty five year olds who are in fifty grand apiece. Yep. Who are going to save ten percent of their money? Is that correct? That's correct. So yeah, again, I think okay. the, you know the, the thing that we anytime we're talking with someone in that age group, I, I think the meeting is usually almost exclusively about retirement savings, right? It's it's retirement yeah. savings and and yeah. you know, saving for a home, yeah. Uh, and and those are really the only things that are on most folks' yeah. mind. And, you know, we're gonna we're just yeah we're just looking at retirement savings, but they they have we don't have a home built in here or yet or how we don't just tell I me don't have a home. Yeah, I do yeah. have a home built in here, right? So we're going to assume renters. And again, okay. one of the hard things about, you know, especially the younger you are, one of the, you know, the, the difficulty with planning is that so much is going to change, right? So in yeah. our generic plan, I'm just going to throw some expenses in there. Yeah, some just, basic stuff and kind of we'll embellish them. it as we go. Yeah, yeah, got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just it's, checking. you know, and just, you know, for your information, well, for, for the uh, information of the listening audience, 
uh, all we're giving them is uh, it's, it's $6,000 a month yeah. in living expenses, right? So they, you know, they say yeah. you know, they make a hundred thousand, they pay them, they pay their taxes. They're going to save in their 401ks. Justin, uh, could you go back there? I saw a 20%, not a 10%. On yeah, the I'm, I'm, I'm jumping ahead because we, okay. <laughs> the, you know, the, right. the results piece of this, you know, we actually ah, have to, the software okay. has to crunch numbers. And so it gets a little slow. So I actually right, I, I've run them, I've run them in advance. So we're going to pretend uh -huh. that we're, we're, uh, we'll start off at a 10% savings. And okay. Run some different scenarios. But so, yeah, so they're basically each. Them. Yeah. So they're basically each saving $5,000 a year, starting at age 25. Yep. Starting okay. at age 25. And, and then it's just, a, and that never changed. Did you inflate the, the, what their savings and their salaries or did you just leave it the same? Yeah. The, so their, sa their salaries are inflated yeah, okay. and, and therefore their savings are inflated. Okay. Right, yeah. so you know, next year they'll, they'll their combined incomes will be one hundred and three thousand okay. uh, dollars, and then their their savings rate will be ten percent of that, and so that's how the software runs it. All right, so I see what you're doing. So you're doing a really basic start, and then we yep. can add things like, well, did they have some college debt, or are they going to buy a house, and just kind of see where you need to go from there. I got it. Okay. Yep. Yeah, you didn't want to get too complicated. You want to kind of start streamlined and add. Okay, got it. Yeah, got it. and so we'll right. yeah, and again, so. Again, the software is going to make some assumptions, right? It's going to make it's going to make the assumptions that we have inflation every year. It's also going to make an assumption. It's going to calculate Social Security, right? We're not doing any pensions for these folks. Again, we're we're keeping it simple and streamlined. So the yep. software is going to put in, you know, it's going to make the calculations based on their income, and then it's going to give them Social Security uh, when they retire based on their income records, which again we're we're, we're all projected through and you know just to give you know sort of to give folks an answer you know to to give people an idea of what the software does i'm actually going to run let's see i'll run one of my reports here um if you're at six thousand dollars a month in expenses now for a, a 25 year old uh their their actual living expenses are going to be two hundred and sixty one thousand dollars when they retire, right? So retirement is going to come here in 20, what's that? In, in uh, 20, boy, 2041, no, 2061. Whoa. And at that point, inflation has, 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 uh, has really increased those expenses, right? So from six grand a month, you know, you're in, you're all the way up to 260. So. Uh, and, and what did you use for inflation, Justin, in this just case? Just 3% a year. Just 3%. Okay. Got it. All right. And so again, we're, we're talking very long-term at this point. So you know, when you sit down, again, I think the rules of thumb in our business are, I, they've, they've started to trend up. Um, but when you sit down with someone like us, they, we sort of make some generic recommendations and say, oh yeah, you want to save somewhere between, between 10 and 20% uh, of your salary on an, on, uh, on an annual basis. And so I started with kind of the low end. Uh, I did a 10% saving strategy. And again, yeah. very, very simple plan here. Uh, it only came out at age 65 to a 59% success rate. And so I think a, a few things to talk about on there. A65 is, is you know, as we age as a society, I think 65 is a, a, a younger and younger age to retire. I think that's, you know, that, that the retirement age has sort of been, has been trending up. Um, and so, you know, maybe maybe one of the things that we adjust is your retirement age. Again, I know it's, I know it's hard to make that decision at 25, uh, yeah. but uh, you know, the, one of the things that we could adjust here is the retirement ages yeah. we could, and, and then savings rate. So that's, that's Just, kind of our baseline. 
How do you feel about that 60%? uh, I want to ask a question first. Now, now, by the way, folks, if you're listening to us, this is just an example of going through some iterations of a financial plan, okay? Uh, And my, my only question is, what did you assume for an investment return Yep. to get this calculation. Okay. Oh, we skipped over investment return. So I hey. used, so we, we, these folks sat down with, with, uh, with their hypothetical planner and their planner said, let's say you're their planner. Uh, you would have told them to be aggressive. And, uh, and so I used a 7% per year rate of return for their entire pre-retirement timeframe. So for the next 40 years, they were getting 7% Per year, you call that aggressive, huh? Holy well, that's, that's, that's what we model for our <laughs> equity portfolios. <laughs> on the low side, on the low side. Well, that's okay, right. Yeah. Again, right. so we're yeah. As a as a company, I think <laughs> as an industry, yeah. you, know, you tend to see us planner folks being on the conservative side. So, yeah, every time we sit down with a client, we're we're saying, hey, you know, hopefully we earn more than this in you know x x portfolio, but when we sit down to run. Uh, plans in the software, we're going to go on the low end of our ranges, right? So yeah, okay. in, in this particular case, we, we just use kind of ballpark ranges for, for different risk profiles. And for someone who was on the aggressive side, we would probably say sort of the seven to nine range is, 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 is realistic as far as returns yeah. go. But we're, we're always modeling the low end of that range. So yeah, we yeah. model 7% per year. As the rate of so, so folks, if you if you're listening to this show, so you're thinking, well, let's see, these you know these people have a 60% chance to live happily ever after. That's a good guess, not perfect, but a good guess. Yep. And 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 you're you're putting yourself into this equation, and saying, well, well, what has to change? And and so let's see. Well, we could earn more, hopefully, if that's realistic. Yep. We could save more, hopefully, if that's realistic, or we could work longer. Okay. Or we could get another job, a, a, a second job. I mean, there, there are only three or four, or you could cut your expenses and live more pecuniously. I'm not, don't ask me to spell it, but live more, you know, uh, efficiently. So, so there's four or five things that you might noodle with. That's a professional term uh, to, to make make it possible to be okay in retirement and give people a, a kind of a track to run on about what you've got to do. So folks, okay, number one, if you're listening to this show, I don't care how old you are, this is the way you start to think when you listen to us talk for the next few moments. And again, I'll, I'll go back and say again that we're looking for some candidates to join us on the air and do this live for them personally, a real live financial plan. And, uh, we, and we'll finish it up personally. And, uh, and by the way, we'll buy you dinner at your favorite restaurant for up to $125 of a gift certificate. If you like, so there we go. Bribery, absolutely. In, in, encouragement, Justin. And you'll even, you'll even be able to use those gift certificates soon. Hopefully, it, right. It's priceless. It's priceless, <laughs> but nevertheless. All right. So what do you want to do next? These people aren't happy. They're looking at this and they're saying, wait a minute, I, I want a, a 90% chance of success yeah. but granted it's young and we're looking way way into the future but you gotta start someplace so what do you want to do first yeah well i, I think you know again we should we should mention that people are going to look at that number in, in a variety of different ways right so some people will say 60 percent. oh that's well that's fantastic um good enough and i have plenty you know i have another 40 years to make adjustments on that number to to change it so you know for some folks i think that'll that'll be okay 
Um, and for others, you know, we, we certainly run into some personalities who, who really don't like seeing numbers, uh, you know, sort of below 90 and, and preferably on, on 100. So your, your individual personality is going to impact how you affect, you know, how, how, you, how you view uh, our Monte Carlo results when we, when we run them for clients. So. And, and your age, if you're 65-year-old, right. you, you, ain't, you ain't buying that 60%, no, there's no shot. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah. So, and again, as, as planners, we, we have varying comfort levels. And again, our, I think ours are also based on age, right? So, you know, we, we really don't like running pre-retirement plans or, you know, if we're talking to, if we're talking to Jeff, our caller from earlier in the show, and he's about to pull the plug and his number is, is uh, 60%, we're not too thrilled with that. And, and probably we wouldn't tell him, we we tell him to take those papers out. Right. Um, whereas someone who is on the younger side, we're, we're certainly more accepting of, uh, of lower percentages again, because people do have time to make adjustments. Okay. Um, so, you know, one of the things, you know, the easiest thing for us to do again, assuming our, assuming our young couple here can afford it is to change the savings rate. And so all I did, you know, I ran one at 10% and 10% was, you know, a 59% success rate, uh, I, if, if I bump it up to 15%, so they are, they're each saving $7,500 of their $50,000 per year, uh, their success rate goes up to 72. Okay. And then if I, if I bump it up again to, to a full 20%, so they're each saving 10 grand a year out of their 50,000, the success rate goes up to, uh, to 82%. So I, you know, I don't know if okay. you have comments there, but from my point of view, I think I think I would be okay with that with that eighty two percent for you know for someone that young, right? Saving twenty percent is is a good chunk of change, and I should also say that the the longer the time frame that you're projecting over, the harder it is to hit hundreds, right? Because you're you're talking about you know when when you run a simulation, you know, or any retirement simulation is going to be forecasting stock market and bond market rates of return. And you know, when, when you're talking about running uh, a 65 year scenario, there's, that's just a lot of time for things to go wrong. And, you know, it's a lot of time for those, for the lousy scenarios, you know, the lousy market scenarios to, uh, you know, to push you down to a place where you can, that you can't recover from. So I think 82% is, is a fairly good number at this age and at this particular circumstances. You, you okay with that? Sure, and I'll be okay when you define success rate for our listening audience. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure we've, I'm sure we've See, done this a million to, times. You're, start, you're starting to talk too, too, too techie, Justin. Get success down on the Success rate is, huh? uh, you, is you die with money in this case. You die with money. Uh, <laughs> failure is you, die, is you die without any money. Um, and again, that's age 90, and we can start to look at some insurance stuff uh, later on in the show, too. But yeah, I mean, so what do you want to change for us? I mean, I think you know, when we're running these scenarios, essentially what we're doing for clients is saying, okay, if you don't get the number that you want, you then have to go start to make some adjustments. So we, we yeah, can make, well, make adjustments to, you know, to increase it, or we can start to kind of throw some wrenches into things and add, add, uh, add payments for, you know, say for student loans for our young, for our young couple here. I'll let you oh, let's do some, Let's do some fun stuff. I'll pretend I'm 25. Okay. So if I'm 25, I'm thinking, wait a bit, I got to save 20% of my income and live a less fun life. How yep. about I save 10% and I just get braver with my money. And, uh, how about if I earn 9% of my money versus well, seven? <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Okay. I don't. I don't have to. I don't have to do anything if it works, right? I think and if it's realistic. Yeah. yeah. By the way, folks, long-term returns on the stock market are north of that. I want to be crystal clear about that. Okay. But so anyway, so I'm I'm that 25-year-old. Just save me the 10%. I don't want to have to do some hard work on my own if uh, I can just be braver and own right. st uh, stocks that are in an average of nine, which, by the way, folks, is below long, the long-term average of the U.S. stock market. All right. I can do that. All well, right. as, your, as your advisor, I would yep. tell you that, that – <laughs> Maybe not isn't that maybe isn't all that realistic. Uh, yeah. And again, with the, and say we do like to be conservative. And if you're, I mean, you certainly can be more aggressive than our than a standard equity portfolio. But um, there'll be some there'll be some volatility that comes with that. But I can certainly do that for you, Mr. Client. Hang on just one second. Yeah, and and, and as a client of yours, the flips the flip side of having a very conservative advisor is if you're wrong, I could have spent more money and had more fun too, right? So there you go. Okay. Depends on how I'm you want to look that. at it. All right. You don't want to. All right. So we'll do. We'll. So we'll do that. Now we're. I don't want to have to make any sacrifices unless I have to. By the way, by a full <laughs> two percentage points yep. per year, I'm, I'm going to run my. I'm feeling lucky. So we started off at fifty nine percent. Yeah. Fifty nine percent. The baseline on this was fifty nine. Yep. Yeah. So forget the saving 20%. I want to go out to eat more often and buy a, a nice, <laughs> nicer car than you're letting me do that. So uh, yeah, let's just be braver and buckle up. Okay. Got it. All right. You're all the way up to a whopping 78% uh -huh. by earning more money. Well, so how do you like that number? I like that, that number. Well, okay. again, that the percent, I would tell you that if we're, you know, as we're usually the reality check in the situation where, I mean, we, we don't generally let the client say, hey, let's put in a higher return number. Uh, I, I don't mean let, but we, we, we advise, we strongly advise against it. I don't think you ever think I've had that question where we said, can we yeah. assume a higher investment rate of return? Uh, but it's certainly we have that discussion on a regular basis when we're talking about how aggressive or conservative someone is, right? In, in this case, we're just using two different returns for an aggressive investment strategy. Um, we have this discussion regularly where if someone doesn't want to be fully aggressive, then uh, you know, then we have to use lower rates of return and that and that certainly uh, obviously affects longer term uh, longer term yeah. success rates as well. So right. So we're all the way up to 70 percent. Uh, I'm sorry, all the way up to 80 percent from 60. Why don't we if you don't mind, let's just say we're talking to some folks who, who maybe aren't at all that aggressive and you want to yeah. see what uh, you want to see what it looks like if they were more conservative. We should we should at least define that. Because again, I don't think everyone is fully on board with the stock market. Again, a, a lot of young. All right. So you want to stay with the seven percent. OK, yeah. by the way, folks, uh, the ways that this might be fixed. There are four or five choices, like all the time. Some of them you have no control over, like what you're going to earn, which is where I started with just for kind of yucks. Yeah. But some of them you do, like spending less money or working longer or whatever. So so what do you, what do you want to do, my conservative son here? What's your next iteration here? Let's, let's, let's see. I would like to model, again, because not everyone is, I think, gung-ho about the stock market, right? And especially younger yeah. folks who... Who may have? I mean, literally, these folks have zero experience, right? Our our, our models yep. here are eight, yep. are twenty five years old. They don't have any experience with the stock market. You know, who knows? They they may have grown up, uh, you know, hearing their parents uh, talk about what happened in two thousand and seven, and and you know how scary it was because they're you know the stock market lost fifty percent and they and they lost a bunch of money. Uh, yep. So you know, we don't know that they're particularly going to be on board with uh, with an all stock portfolio. So. 
you know, in one of the things that we'll do on a regular basis is just try to illustrate, well, that's okay. You can certainly, you know, it's, it's, it's good to have an appropriate risk return profile, but there are going to be, that there are going to be costs to it, right? So if I sit here and I run a scenario that has a 5% return as opposed to a seven, um, you're going to get a significantly Ooh. different number. And I'll, I'll get into some of the explanation. Let's see if I can get this number here. We're, we're, we're processing here. So, um, you, so you're doing a 7%. It's going to be lower than 59, obviously, correct? A, a 5%. Yeah, 5 versus a 5%, 7. 5%. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, so 5 versus 7. It was 59 the first time. Oh, this, let me, oh, what's that say? 24. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. So we're way, okay. way down. And again, I, just to briefly explain the math here, uh, Five and seven don't seem all that different, uh, but when you when you factor in inflation at three, right? You know, when you're when you're talking about a real return over and above inflation, if you're using a three percent inflation number and a seven percent rate of return on your investments, at least in that pre-retirement in that pre-retirement scenario, yeah, you're you know you're making four-ish percent over and above the rate of inflation. If you're at five percent, you're only making two percent, give yeah. or take, over and above the rate of inflation, which is a significant. You know, that's that's yeah. twice as much. And then if you in our in our nine percent scenario, which again probably not all that realistic, you know, that's that's a six percent real return. Give or, again, that's it's not exactly. It's it, the the math doesn't work that way. Just in case anyone knows how to how to run that calculation, but it's roughly a six percent rate of return over. Uh, over the rate of inflation, which is you know, which is three times the the five percent number. So you, you it, it really sort of escalates as you go up over and above um, the inflation rate. And so you're you're at a at a lousy number. If you're saving twenty, if you're saving ten percent of your salary, and you're not in a particularly aggressive investment strategy, there are going to be adjustments that you have to make otherwise, because. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're probably not going to be in a great position if that's where you if that's where you start. You good with yeah, that? Yeah, and again, yeah, I am. And again, to, not to be, beat this to death, but folks, so in any situation, there are usually multiple ways you can try to raise those odds of success. Some yep. of those ways you can't control, like what inflation is going to be. Okay, like what your invest well, you can't control within reason or, or what your investment returns are going to be. Some of those things you can control, like spending money and or yeah. working longer, whatever. So by the way, so did you have you done any other iterations or are you looking for one, my son? What no. have you done? Yeah, okay. where, where do you I mean we can I think so we can check into you know the, the things that you can adjust. Again, you can adjust yeah. your retirement date. I mean that's that's a that's a fairly common one. I, I would say that yeah, I think let's, the, the one that people that. have the most choice over, I think, in, yeah. in our meetings is yeah. is not necessarily how much they save. I mean, you yeah. certainly have choice over how you invest the money, but you, you know, you tend to run into kind of psycho psychological, uh, you know, issues with that, right? I mean, if I yeah. tell if I tell a folk, a person who's very very conservative and doesn't like to see their money fluctuate, I can say, hey, well, hey, we can solve all your problems if you just invest in an all stock portfolio. That doesn't always work. No. Um, and it tends to be easier for folks no. to just say, okay, well, what if I just retire yeah. later? You know, maybe yeah. Yeah, I, I want to yeah. get out of here at 62, but, uh, maybe we can change to 65. Yeah, If I'm 25, if I'm 25 years old, the next least painful thing to do is work five more years. So let's go out to, let's yeah. go out for, uh, <laughs> yeah, what seriously, you, what right? Care, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah hey, 
<laughs> I want to get my odds up without having to work too hard. But, yeah. and folks, I, I'm being facetious here, but I think you understand. If you have a retirement plan, that means you're going someplace. Okay. Yep. You know, if you have a specific one with goals all spelled out, you got to be someplace. Okay. And that being someplace requires certain math to all add up to a certain, certain number. And, and, and the deal is somehow or other, you got to make adjustments. Hopefully they're not painful, uh, but they might be. And, and folks, uh, if you do have to make adjustments, it's a heck of a lot better to know that at age 45 or 50 or 55 than it is to walk in the door, you know, at age 62 and say, I'm retiring in three years, let's make a plan sort of a thing. So, so yeah, so, so again, while, uh, while Monte Carlo, he's my favorite guy, by the way, Monte Carlo is a, a very sophisticated logarithm uh, that came to being in the gambling industry that calculates odds of success. So while Monty's thinking here, to go back to our 25-year-olds, we're going to save the 10%. 10%. We're going to earn that old boring 7%. Okay, no, this is, and the this only is 5%. Okay. Five, oh, 5%. No kidding. Okay. So, so at 5%, the odds were 24% if you worked for 30 years and now it's 35. Is that what you just did? Now, now I, I bumped it up to age 70. Okay, sure. All right. And what do you got? So I, so I said, you know, if we, if we took our boring old, you know, 5% return and what I did was I said, instead of retiring at age 65, we are yeah. going to retire at age 70 and we have... Yeah. You know, a, a Make, very, a very healthy number and an increased percentage, which were all the way up to ninety-three percent, a whopping ninety-three percent. All right, Justin, we got, we got to go and uh, for a break right now. Okay, we folks, we promise we'll be right back and we'll get to the rest of you folks when we get there. And we are back. Welcome back to McNamara on Money. My name is Justin McNamara, alongside. Uh, virtually, as usual these days, Michael McNamara, and we're talking planning through the ages. Uh, we were try. The plan was the original plan was that we would go through and we would run some generic retirement plans for for folks at various ages in their lives and try to and try to illustrate the things that you were going. You should be thinking about and talk about the decisions that you'll need to make uh, at various ages. I don't think we're going to get through all of our plans here. We only have a half an hour left. As I as that's because you talk so you talk too much. That's why I drone okay. on and on and on. <laughs> I don't, I don't actually talk that much in my no. personal life, but there's, there's a lot of pressure on the radio just to sort of, <laughs> just to keep. You're, you're doing well, my son. Yeah. And I don't like, keep, I don't like keeping the deadlines either, but sometimes we have to, one yeah. of those things, you know? All right. So we're going to jump ahead here. I think may, maybe we'll spend a bit more time. The, the, I think everything that we're going to talk about, you know, at, at various ages, the, the math is all relatively the same. We're just talking, you know, it's, it's, there are some different decisions that you need to make. And obviously, um, you know, the, the, uh, you know, when you get to, when you get older, it's more about distribution than savings, but everything is sort of related. So I think we'll maybe spend a bit more time here on our age, on, on our 25 year olds before we jump in. Uh, I do want to try to illustrate some of the, you know, some of the decisions that the young folks have to make. Um, All right, then, then very we, quickly. Yeah, yeah, you're going to do the commercial, right? We'll go yeah, do yeah, promotion. Again, yeah. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, please don't hesitate. You can please interrupt us. Uh, we're live in the Merrimack Valley today on WCAP 978. 454-4980 is the number. Again, if you want to shoot us an email, you can you can shoot us an email at questions at McNamaraonmoney.com. 
Uh, and again, we're, we're looking for volunteers. If, you, if you'd like to do a live plan, uh, we always find that to be useful. Mo you know, most We've done that a, a bunch uh, in past years here. People usually do find it useful uh, and to really sort of go through their uh, go through their lives and it's it's good radio and um, you know we think that we think that everyone should have a plan in place so uh, we're happy to do it for free here and uh, if, if you're helping if you'll help us out with some with some radio content so again you can shoot us an email questions at McNamara on money.com if you would like to do that all right and, and by the way, Matt, and there's a gift certificate, oh, yeah. restaurant of your choice, restaurant of your choice, $125, folks. Okay, for it's it's a great way to get a financial plan and understand some things, and we'd appreciate your help. And uh, believe me, it'll be worth every nickel that you don't pay for it. It's 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 priceless, as they say, but uh, it makes for great radio, and you'd be helping some other people out by doing that. So give us a call or give us an email. All right, moving along, Just. All right, moving along. All right, so let's. Okay, I, what, what I do want, let's, I'd like to get back to kind of a middle of the road uh, type of a plan. And just to illustrate a few of the other decisions that you need to make. So let's, let's go back again, if you, the, the most recent scenario that we ran prior to the break was uh, retiring at age 70 for our young folks. And, and, you know, they were able to get a pretty good number, uh, a 93% success rate, um, by just increasing their retirement date uh up out until age 70 from 65 um and all right hey just just yeah. wait a minute so are we do you want to spend the rest of this half hour on these guys and we'll do two for the next show we'll do maybe, it yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we that should do that work. or yeah, yeah or you know we yeah. can let's let's just let's do the 25 year olds as we were going to and then we can yeah you know again the lessons from 25 will be similar <laughs> at age 45 anyway so um we can. Yeah, but if we do it that way, theoretically, we could do a show in detail for 45 and 65 year olds on the same subject, in addition to maybe a whole show with a real live uh, person or two to, to generate. So yeah, that, let's do it that way, Justin, take your time with the 25 year olds. Okay. Okay. I think right, that so, makes sense. Yeah, so let's let's jump back. Uh, I'm going to put in let me go to my strategies here. Are we going to do some bad stuff and like have them have a college loan or actually let them buy a house or what? What do you think? I think so. I, I think modeling the house would be, that's a lot of time. And to do that one live, I don't know that we, I don't know that people want to wait along, wait around here for me to manipulate the software. So it's okay. you know, some of the quick ones I think will be, will be illustrative. Like we, we you know, we'll put in some college loans. Um, let me do. Let me do retirement at age 67. So I'm going to, I'm going to redo my scenario here. Oh, oh, that's right. We didn't have these people save for their kids college either. Oh yeah. We got lots of bad stuff to add to this, Just No question. Okay. I think I, we, the, we'll have we got your attention. 25 year olds. <laughs> uh, all right. Let me just run a quick one. So if we, if we bump it back, we'll, we'll make them be aggressive again. Uh, and we'll run a, and we'll run a scenario for retirement at age uh, at age 67 and again the, you know the the big jump obviously was uh the what was responsible for that was the fact that you're really only modeling 25 years of retirement as opposed to uh as opposed to tw you know 20 as opposed to 25 years of, as, of retirement is a big big difference right you know any time that you uh shorten the amount of time that you're retiring your odds are going to go better and it, it starts to get exponential at some point right because you I mean realistically you're not going to live forever and if you if you retire at 80 and die at 90 it's it's awfully hard to spend a nest egg if you've been saving for your entire life so if i just run um 
So what did you change? A, tell, tell me what you changed. I, I, I ran a scenario where they're at, oh, I, I lost my, I went down here. What do we do? Give me a second. What, what, what are you going to do? I'm going to run rates of return. Oh, I didn't, you yeah. know what I didn't do? I didn't run my, I didn't change my rates of return here. Okay. Hang so on so, the, so just, just describe the scenario we're doing. So it's uh, 25 year olds. They're saving 10%. They're saving they're, 10%. They're, they're earning, earning how much? They're earning seven. They're, we're going to go back to our seven. aggressive investment strategy. So we're going to, we're okay. going to, we're going to, they're going to listen to you. Okay. Work, oh, they're earning. They're going to do nine percent then. Is that correct? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no. We oh, don't. Seven, oh, okay. There's seven percent. And then how long are they working for? Just. I should just be clear. They're going to work until they're age sixty-seven. All right. So the odds are going to drop down here, right? From the That's time correct. they did to seventy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah. You know what? I have them. They're saving their. They're saving their ten percent, and they should. These yeah. odds should be okay. Uh, yeah. But I, I kind of want a middle of the road scenario just to, you know, just to illustrate some of the, you know, when, when you make changes, right? So, you know, as, as, as young folks, uh, you tend not to have, you know, your expenses are relatively limited, assuming you're not talking about college loans. As you start to have kids and start to save for college, you start to layer on it, layer on things. And that's, you know, that obviously limits what you can spend on other, on other goals. And so I'd like to you know, get a baseline that's kind of in the middle and okay. then just say, oh, well, what happens if I, what happens if you can't, if I can't save for retirement for those first five years, because I'm, you know, I'm unable to, uh, I'm unable to do that because I have to pay back all my college loans, right? Maybe I went to, maybe I went to a nice private school and I came out of school with a hundred grand in loans. Well, now what am I going to do about about saving for college, I don't have that money available. So maybe I didn't think real hard about how much college was really going to cost me before I went there. That's a possibility yeah. too, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I have. A, okay. This is a good baseline goal. So so Ooh. I'm saving. I'm, we're saving our ten percent. Okay. Uh, we're retiring at sixty-seven. A nice, yep. you know, a nice middle of the road retirement age. And we are, uh, and we're earning that ten percent. We listen to Mike, and we're 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 going all equity uh, until we retire, and then we'll get more conservative when we get there. But yeah, so that's and a we're seven. renting. We don't own a house. We don't have any yep. college, and we don't have any college loans yet. Correct. Correct. And we don't have, and we don't have kids. We have to save for college. That's right. <laughs> all right, we got plenty of places to go from here, my son. Go for it. All right. So what we're doing? Let's just say. We're going to add college loans to, the, to to this mix, all right? So, all right. Let's say I, I I'm talking to this comp I'm talking to this couple, and they say, "Hey, you know what? I'd love to save 10% of my salary uh, for retirement. Uh, that'd be wonderful. I'm okay with retiring at 67. But here's the thing: I don't I don't have any money because I have to save my entire. You know, I, I have to I have to we each have to pay five grand a month. Uh, I'm sorry, five grand a year towards our college loan. So, you know, saving for retirement really isn't in the cards. And so I'm, I'm going to, we're going to, our plan is to do that. Uh, let's, we're going to start that in 10 years from now. Okay. So, so instead of starting in 2021, we're going to go ahead and we're going to start that in 2031. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not liking this, my son. This isn't going to be good. <laughs> no, I think everyone knows it won't be. But, but <laughs> again, you, you you need to you need to make this realistic. Yeah, this is reality. This right, conversation exactly. on a yeah, fair yeah. You know, a, a fair bit because, especially for those folks who who came out of school with with a bunch of money and loans, and maybe their incomes aren't able to support uh, both loan payback and yeah. retirement savings. So uh, yeah. These are, Justin, these are just semi-realistic. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 
good. Good. Well, while this is calculating, so so um, we had these people as Massachusetts residences, and so so how much net money uh, did they have to spend after they paid taxes and put that ten percent away? Can you, can you remember a dollar figure? Or can it was you check it, it out. It was six grand a month. So I, I set that so up. So seventy-two thousand a year, basically, yeah. right? Basically, yeah, okay. everything over and above what they well including what they saved. So they're 10%, they saved their yeah. 10% and then they paid their taxes and then they spent everything else. Now, here goes the four vacations they planned, Justin, their expenses. I can see that <laughs> right now. Okay. All right. Uh, Monty finally, Monty finally gave us a return here. So again, these folks were at a 73% if they started in 2021, if they, if they followed that same exact investment strategy, but they had to wait until 2031 in order to start uh their odds uh plummeted to to uh to below 50 50 so they were at 48 percent success rate and uh, that's that would be probably not a great rate from our point of view huh no and they don't own a house yet they don't own a house yeah they didn't they didn't bump up their expenses although you know at the, the home ownership piece of this it would you know relative to other places. Renting, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it would it would yeah. increase your expense relative to renting, but you know when you get to owning, again, assuming you in in our forty five year old plan, I do have them owning a home. Um, yeah. That expense can drop in retirement. Again, if you if you if if you're thirty five and you purchase a home, and you actually pay down your mortgage and you manage to be mortgage free by the time you retire, then you're getting into a different, you know, it's a different scenario, right? Where that, where that yep. mortgage payment, your principal yep. and interest eventually does sunset. And yep. so oftentimes, and, and ideally we'll see folks who are retiring and, you know, around that same time, their mortgage goes away and you need to pull less money out. In this case, in this case, our forecast may not be all that accurate because we're just forecasting them renting forever. And so they never, they never yeah. have any drop in housing expense. Yeah. Yeah, but people just understand how the variables can change things. I think that's the point we're trying to make here. All right, so what are you going to take away from these poor folks now to make this plan work, Justin? That, <laughs> I mean, what's, what's your next suggestion here? Okay, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I think we can. You know, maybe if we want to move on to someone else, uh, to another age group, we can certainly do that now. But um, yeah, I, no, I want to keep going yeah. with these folks? I, you know, yeah, I, I think if we save the 45s and 65s for another show, I think we yep. can comfortably do another show on both of those. So, so, so by the way, so, so what did you have? So did you assume how big were the college loans that you assumed? They basically were basically I, I, I 5,000 a year. The, about 5,000 a year. I had them wipe out their savings. They were 50,000 in loans then basically for each of them. Is that, yep. that approximately yeah. right? Yeah. Approximately okay. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I guess the 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 first point I'd easily make is that uh, I don't know what the average loan across the country is, but in the Northeast, it's probably I think it's twenty five grand on average across every place in the country. But in the Northeast, you're probably not too far away. But but yep. look, but but the point is, look at the difference it caused in a retirement success calculation. For, for somebody who's 25 that's basically got a mortgage to pay for five or 10 years before they can have a real mortgage, never, yep. never mind trying to save for retirement. So I, I think the, the the big point here for, for folks listening is that if you start off in life, having to delay retirement 
uh, accumulation because you've got those loans, that's a problem. Okay, so so Justin, and also the, also yeah, at, yeah. when when that money comes, right? So the you know the the money that you save at the beginning of your retirement savings is yeah. is by far the most valuable yeah. for you because you know money that you put in in those first 10 years is growing for yeah. you know literally the rest of your life right in, in our scenario with a 25 year old uh, that money that goes in in the first 10 years is growing for another 55 years yeah um, we, so, so so by the by the way so i don't know so this six thousand uh seventy it was six seventy two hundred a month was it no how much was sixty two hundred right what was their income their income uh, was five, the, uh, ten, ten grand a, m a month gross. Okay, well, and what I'm was sorry, the net I'm sorry, no, monthly? Hundred thousand gross. Yeah. So, what was the net income per month? So it was seventy-two thousand, six thousand a month, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Their expenses so are six thousand a month. Yeah. So, what's rent in that? You know, a couple thousand, fifteen hundred. Yeah, I put in. I put All a couple right. thousand a month in. Okay. You want right. to adjust so, that? So, well, they, 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 they've got to lessen some of their expenses, right? I mean, isn't that the next place they go? Sure. Yeah. We can, uh, we can. What, you know, uh, let me, uh, let me jump ahead. Let me, I think let's try, let's, let's adjust uh, the, uh, the tax nature of their contribution to see if that makes a difference as well. Right. So, okay. so right now we have okay. a tax deductible contribution going into their 401ks. And I think if we make an adjustment to Roth, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see if we get a change there. Right. So instead of doing a tax deduction, which again, they could, they could use the money at this point. It's not, you know, I, I think they're, if, if their expenses are realistic and they can't cut them, um, then I don't know how much, uh, you know, I don't know what the reality of these folks is, but if, yeah, if they yeah. could change the tax nature of their contribution, they're not in a terribly high tax bracket. They're just in the 12%. So yeah. maybe what we do is we take a look at, all right. Well, let's make them let's make them say via Roth, as opposed to uh, via traditional four hundred one k. So a Roth four hundred one k. By the way, did we did you have a Mac? We didn't have a, a match in the four hundred one k, right? Didn't have did a match. Wanna, no. Hey, let's let's add a match for these Ooh, folks because yeah. they they need some help here. We got and folks, we're <laughs> we we started off very basic, but we're adding some good things and some bad things just yeah. just to show you. Everybody has their own equation. Everybody has their own equation. That's what it is. It's sure. awful to say that retirement's just math, but that's what it boils down to, folks. All right. Let's see. So again, we're at our 72%. Oh, what did I do here? What'd you do? Lower it? Well, I must have. <laughs> uh, hang on a minute. See, this is this so, is the kind so of stuff. All, that... Yeah, that's okay. It just takes a little time, folks. But the, the idea was, so they're going to have <clears throat> less money in their hands if they do a Roth. But what you're thinking is that the tax-free later might be helping them. Is that particularly where you're coming from? I think so. It might. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and I can, we can actually, we can run the tax rates and see what the, you know, what the tax rates are. I mean, we, we do know that, um, you know, it, it depends on the rate that you save in and then the rate that you take your distribution. And in this case, I don't know that there'll be, I don't know that there'll be any difference, but I thought we would, we might as well just take a look at it and say, Hey, in this, yeah. in this particular scenario, would it, would it help if we did a Roth? Cause that's something that, again, that's something that you can control. And in yeah. fact, look at that. It did. Uh, it does okay. in fact work. Yeah. Uh, we're so up to 80%, 81 wow. versus 72. Okay. And I know, I know I why that is. Yeah. Do you know why that is? Uh, let me think about that. <clears throat> They've got a higher tax bracket in retirement. Or no, they're, they're no. saving, more, they're effectively saving more money. 
right? Okay. So, so saving, saving money, saving five grand a year in a Roth is you're, you're effectively saving more than saving that's, that's than saving 5,000 into a traditional IRA, right? Cause you got to pay your taxes on the way out for the traditional. So yeah. really on the, on the distribution phase, you're subtracting out the taxes. So you're, okay. you're effectively saving more if you, if it's the exact same dollar figure inside of a Roth IRA. So All it's, right. it's, so, a bit, it's so more let, of a forced savings if you're putting aside Roth money. Okay. So we jumped from what to what? 72 to 80. All right. So by the way, throw in a 3% match because that's probably realistic for most folks, right? Yeah. So that is a three or six, 3% or 6%. What's, what do you want to use? Uh, I think 3% is a more realistic number. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, we're, we're trying to help these young folks, folks. We just, we're trying to help them. Okay. We might have to put one of them to work for a second job here pretty soon. Uh, I don't know. We'll have or to have see work, how that we goes. can have work part-time too. All right. So, okay. or, or one of them may have to get an inheritance to be okay. Oh no, they'll spend the inheritance anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Justin, this would be tricky. I don't know. All right. Hang on a second. Hang on. And these, and these people are making pretty good money. You know I mean? Think about it. I, and again, if if I'm causing a little angst amongst some listeners, that's okay. Give us a call or is, or, or start paying attention. It's it's important stuff here. Yep, yep. All right. So I'm going to give them. We're going to want to save them ten percent. We're going to give them a three percent match this time around. We'll see what that does for us. There you go. There All you right. go. And again, while you're doing that, I don't know what percentage of companies actually offer Roth 401k options these days, but it's worth, uh, it's worth talking about to your company if you're on the young side, just to see how, you know, how that might uh, affect you. Given yeah, I, I think most yeah. 401ks are now, are, are, well, I'm not going to say all of them, but I think more and more 401ks are now uh, offering Roth options. So, if we're if we're now Roth 401king with a three percent match, we're effectively getting up to a thirteen percent savings rate, and I think that's right. look pretty good. I'm we'll getting see. excited about this. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we'll have time to do it, but I, you know the the reason that we always you know every every conversation we have with every young person is always save as much as you can, uh, and you know. The reason is because so much changes between net, you know, between 25 and 65. Uh, the the bigger the head start that you have, and the bigger the nest egg you're is, you know, your nest egg is at the time when when your life really starts to potentially change with kids and college and all that fun stuff. Um, you know, the larger your nest egg is at that point, the uh, the easier it is to deal with future changes, right? So look at that. We we added ourselves a yeah. whole. 8% success. So now we're at 13% total savings for each one of them. And yep. uh, they're, they're bumped up to a, a full eight, you know, a full 88% success, which I think is a good number for young folks. What do you think? Well, yeah, they, well, well, they can't have kids and they can't buy a house, but other than that, they're good. You know? <laughs> well, they can. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, f folks, we're, we're making a little bit of fun of this, but this is serious stuff. And the, the earlier in life that you start thinking about this, the, the better off that you are, kind of given the circumstances. And it's it's just in reverse. By the time people get serious about it, the clock's ticking and it's harder. Okay, it, isn't it? it, it and, and when you're young and you should be worrying about it, who cares? Because it's so far away. So it's kind of a it's it, it's tough to look at a young person and give them advice. They look at you like you're cross-eyed when they say, "I should save how much?" Because what? How's that going to work? Yeah. All right. Do you want to so, uh, try to add a house in here? It might be. It might be. Sure. 
Uh, right, let, we've got we got four or five minutes to do that, and if we don't, we'll just leave them hanging with the show. Right. That's all we can do, you know. But uh, yeah, and and when you add a house in, um, forget the kids yet. We can't get to that. We don't have enough time. But when you add a house in, you better add. Uh, okay, well, how much you're going to pay for one, Dustin? And uh, you t- you tell us. We'll just uh, make, you know we'll, we'll 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 try to simplify. We'll make it we'll make it two grand a month, and we'll remove their their two grand a month in housing. Um, you know, I, it's not going to be a perfect analysis because, you know, owning a house is, is more expensive than renting, uh, generically. But, but again, these are the kind of things where, where, where I'm flying through this on the radio, this, this takes, this takes a bunch of time. And we're generally doing this over a couple of hours with just one person and, and looking at each one of these, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't work as well on the radio but let me see if i can uh, we'll see if we can yeah and while justin's doing that again uh we're looking for some company on the radio to to do a personalized financial plan for you and your spouse or if you're single you you you'll be just fine. Uh, we can do it via Zoom. We can uh, maintain confidentiality if you'd like and uh, keep some of your numbers. Uh, we don't have to advertise your life if you're a little shy about that. Uh, but uh, uh, And what we don't finish on the radio, we'll finish up personally and professionally. And uh, I'm pretty sure you'll, you'll agree it's a pretty worthwhile process and necessary for a whole lot of folks. And uh, yep, if we have to bribe you with a gift certificate for 125 bucks to your favorite restaurant, we're good with that uh, because it's very popular powerful radio to play this is the rest of your life financially uh with some pretty sophisticated software and a couple of experienced certified financial planners uh being referees sort of a thing so it's uh and and again it's uh i'm gonna call it reality radio justin i'm gonna do like a promo for something like that i mean think about all these dumb reality shows on tv what do you learn from them (laughs) nothing but if we had a reality radio show where we went through a real life financial plan i mean how it's priceless what if we, just think about it <laughs> absolutely priceless we could okay. hire an aspiring actor to make it especially dramatic what about that or do we... <laughs> that, yeah, yeah that's right questions to mac is it what you, email questions at mcnamara on money.com right questions at mcnamara like, on money.com or just call justin in the chelmsford office and say hey want to keep you guys counting by the way in two weeks my son you will be both on the lanai and fort myers doing the show so that's we right sit here in shorts with a drink and an umbrella in our hand oh no it's early in the morning okay but anyway folks we'll have some fun too if you listen to this show before <laughs> we're a little on the casual side and hopefully easy to get along with so uh, think about that seriously okay have i killed enough did. time now do you, you have did. an answer good all right good. uh yeah so what i mean again what i did all i did was i took an expense right we had so we had them spending a couple of grand a month on their on rent and all i did was i flipped that over and instead of a couple thousand dollars a month on rent, I had them buy a home. Uh, we'll spend two thousand dollars in principal and interest um, and and taxes, and uh, and we just swap that out. Now, what happens with in this scenario is we, you know, the the inflation adjustment that's happening on our uh, on our rent is is a it's fixed. Right. So the principal and interest side of that payment stops. There's no inflation applied to it. And um, what we had them buy a 30 year, uh, we had them buy a 30 year mortgage. So that housing cost, uh, again, just the principal and interest side is going to come off the ledger pre-retirement, right? We're not, you know, in our scenario, we have, uh, we, we have them buy a house. They, they, either, they either hold that mortgage for the lifetime of it, or maybe they, you know, as they, as they trade houses, 
um, they continue on and, and they still have their mortgage paid off by the but, time. But that pay. would go, yeah, but that would go away in 30 years if the mortgage was 30 years, basically, correct? Their That's expenses correct. would go down. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. folks, one of the, if you own a home and you have the mortgage paid off, that's one of your big expenses. And, uh, you know, most people have to drop their expenses in retirement. If your mortgage disappears the same time you retire, you got a pretty good chance of lowering your expenses pretty significantly. By the way, but you didn't add expense into the housing maintenance and stuff, right, Just You just kind of did this. Uh, that's correct. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not uh, totally fair. Which it's not perfect. I, yeah. yeah, the, the yeah. number is going to look uh, is going to look pretty terrific. But I mean, if you if you think about what we did, we took a six thousand dollar a month um, inflated average expense number. And we essentially, by the time you hit retirement, you're essentially just on a $4,000 a month number, right? Cause we, we, we ah, reduced expenses, housing. no mortgage. Yes. Yeah, by, yes. By, by a full, by a full third. Yeah. And again, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's probably a decent, it's, you know, it's, it's an indication. Is, yeah. It's an indication is not perfect yeah. though. Right. Not perfect. But again, it, we, we jumped it up to, we went from, a, we went from 80 to a full hundred percent. And again, that's just the result of the fact that you you essentially have a third of the expenses because you're, you're wiping out that housing. All right. All oh. right, Justin, we have a couple minutes to go here, I think. So we're just giving you a guideline. <laughs> Cindy, uh, we can hear you. Hello. Yeah, we hello. Can hear you. We're, uh, that's all right. We're, we're probably ready to wrap it up anyway. So yeah, almost. I guess. It's eleven fifty-eight. You got about a minute, Justin. About a minute. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, okay. I so again, the, the result was uh, you know a hundred percent success rate. I, I I think it's it's probably an advertisement for home home ownership, even though it's a bit more expensive uh, on the front end. If you can live essentially, uh, you know, well, if you can significantly drop those housing expenses in retirement, I know we, we probably, you probably say that at least once a show, uh, trying to, you know, yeah, retire your mortgage yeah. <laughs> before you retire yourself. Uh, it makes a big difference. And, you know, this is because we look at these plans all day. That's why, you know, it's, it's sort of beat into our heads. If you can retire with no mortgage, uh, those, those plans generally turn out uh, significantly more uh, okay. successful. All right. Justin, you have 30 seconds to rope somebody in for our next show. So do it right, right. now, and then we have well, to sign if, up. Okay. If you would like to be live uh, and, and earn yourself a $125 gift card to a restaurant of your choice, uh, you can give us a call. Uh, you can call WCAP. Actually, you know what? We'll have you email us questions at McNamara on money.com. We can run you live. Uh, it'll, it'll help us. And we think we can, we can help you out as well.